Hello everyone, welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God and anime on our side. I'm Greg, and today I'm joined by um, no one. Yeah, um, nobody wanted to show up today, so I'm all alone here. You know, I, I never... <laughs> I never thought that I never thought that it would come to this when we first started. We had so much fun talking about anime Christianity, I guess. Well, I guess I might as well take advantage of this amazing situation by talking about my favorite subject. Myself. I hope you guys are ready because we are going to go on a fun little ride. So a few months ago, I got really into writing manga reviews. I was pumping them out at a steady rate of like two a day, which is kind of insane if you think about it, because they're all like a, like a solid page, single space that I just thought of and wrote day of. Because obviously I give no thought to these things before I write them. I mean, I had like so much stuff I wanted to talk about. I'd read these things and I'd um, get whatever like insights. Like I love certain characters and all that kind of stuff. And I just really wanted to share them. And I had so few people to share it with. Zero people to be precise. So I ended up doing what, you know, every average um, rational person would do. Uh, I went online to go post my opinions. Perfectly sound idea, right? Um, when it first started, I wrote a lot of very vanilla reviews. So I do a lot of things like talk about character development. I talk about plot. Talk about you know kind of the good points and the bad points. What I liked about some, what I liked about a certain manga. What I didn't like about a certain manga. All this kind of lame stuff. But um, as I kept on writing, I started to notice that my style would, you know, change, obviously. Uh, I started writing a lot of, like, very deep analyses of themes and characters and how they related to, um, you know, people and society. Because, you know, we, we live in a society. And after writing a few of these, I would, you know, occasionally look back on the things that I wrote. And what I realized was that... A lot of them had to do with the topic of Christianity and my personal faith background. I guess it's pretty obvious, like, you would tend to write things that you understand. But to me, that was a very shocking, <clears throat> shocking kind of revelation. Because I realized that, you know, my faith and the things that I enjoyed doing, namely manga in this case were not mutually exclusive as I had kind of de facto thought um you know just because it's they seem very different you know um and that sort of thinking you know led me to consider it more like what other things um within my manga reading my anime watching could relate to my faith walk and lo and behold a few months later I'm sitting here by myself making this podcast relating to two topics. And today I want to share about one of the stories that 
helped me to make this tie between manga and Christianity first. So the manga that I want to talk about is called Tokidoki. It's actually a one-shot, which means that the entire story is told within the span of one chapter. So if you have 20 minutes, I would highly suggest that you go and read the actual story. Because it's pretty good, or else I wouldn't be talking about it, obviously. Um, but for those of you that are too lazy to do that, I will give hopefully a pretty brief summary of it all. So, story follows two high schoolers named Takagi and Popo. Takagi has a rare heart disease where she has less heartbeats than an average person. So that means that she dies a lot earlier than an average person. So because of that, she has been avoiding you know, making friends, doing things that are exciting or physically um, strenuous so that you know she doesn't make her heart beat faster and she doesn't die faster. Um, at the end of her little explanation, she explains though that um, if it was up to her, she would really want to just live a normal life and do all the things that you know normal people would do. And so at this, Popo commits himself to helping her live out that dream. She He takes her to go do everything that she wants to do. Um, to the beach, to the amusement park, to the, uh, whatever else, wherever else they went. Eating ice cream, I think, was one of the very important things that they went to go do. And at the very end, the very last thing that he does for her is he asks Takagi to sing for his band at their next concert. And on the big night, uh, she can't find Popo anywhere. So one of the other band members tells her to go check on the roof. And when she goes, she finds Takagi there sitting on the floor with his phone in hand. And um, what she realizes at that point is that Popo has the exact same heart condition that she does and what's more he doesn't have that long to live he explains to her that he actually used to be just like her he was so scared to live out his life out of fear of dying that you know he kind of stayed to himself uh, but one day he chose to decide that his condition was not going to take over his life and he wanted to he wanted Takagi to be able to make that choice as well. Um, what ends up happening is he ends up dying at the concert. Takagi ends up becoming a famous musician. And then she herself dies at a young age soon after. And that basically sums up the entire story. Pretty sad, right? Um, I mean, it's also like pretty happy. It's like a pretty heartwarming kind of story. Really depends on how you see it. Um, but... You know, through that, through all of it, there are a lot of things that you could take out of the story. But um, to me, the one, one thing that really stood out was the theme of freedom. And it's not any type of freedom either. It is freedom from the fear of death. Uh, I mean, the whole crux of the story is based around the fact that Takagi was too scared to die to actually live uh, to her death was that curse that tied her down until Popo came to free her and once Popo freed her she was able to live her life like how she wanted to and like how she was always meant to now this kind of sounds familiar right 
um honestly i like i can't think of a more christian theme than that like we christians don't literally say that we die to ourselves and we die to the world for nothing like our whole religion is based around the fact that one person died but they did not stay dead and you know it's because of that that we also don't need to be afraid of dying right um i think that like christians have a very interesting type of worldview in the sense that um we have like that sort of life after death and because of that we don't need to be afraid that you know that this life will be the end of it all <clears throat> to christians the life that we are living right now you know when it comes down to it in the grand scheme of things in the light of eternity this life is just a tiny tiny blip on that type of radar and i mean this whole theme of you know death and not being afraid of death i think is an important theme for like every christian to understand um but i think that is made even more expressly so during this time period of the world um with all this um covid19 situation going on people are becoming more and more acutely aware of death um, especially among those that are you know elderly those that are at risk and those that are close to people who are at risk um so my mom is a devout christian and with all this you know fear and panic that is going on and spreading around us uh, the one thing that she has said to me the most during these past few weeks that we've been quarantined is you know how glad she is that we are christians um, a lot of people that she knows have had loved ones die whether that be spouses or um, parents like other sorts of like relatives and you know every time she hears about something like that happening she also tells me about it and you know after she prays for them and after she grieves for them um, she tells me that she is so happy that death isn't the end for us she's so happy that we have you know a hope that we can keep moving forward because we know that god has not forsaken us even in death and honestly that's such a true sentiment that's just a true statement that uh, i think that we don't really get to um appreciate or understand fully until we are put in a situation like this now i really don't want to dwell too long right on this whole topic of death and all that kind of stuff because it's kind of a heavy subject though i guess the the freedom from death part is is a is a really good subject to talk about but um yeah the whole point of this kind of whole discussion is to really show 
you know, this quaint little intersection between my faith and something that I just find very enjoyable. You know, like I said before, I never would have thought that my faith would be prodded and pushed, that I would be led to think more deeply about it from manga. Because, you know, there's, there's, there's a whole lot of trash and a whole lot of, like, not that Christian stuff out there. But, you know, every once in a while, every once in a while it'll happen. And it's, you know, during those moments where um, certain aspects of Christianity, certain aspects of my faith are made more clear to me. Um, and, you know, this is just one example of it. Like, I'll give a very quick example of, like, another one where um, there's this manga called Kingdom. And it's about, like, the... Like the story of like like the Chinese history of the unification of China, essentially, and it's all about like battles and like war tactics and all that kind of stuff, and that surprisingly gave me so much insight on the story of David and Goliath, for some reason because like in that story you know you know in in battle generals mean a lot because they kind of lead army and back in those days the generals were literally like at the front of the army because they were like top-notch soldiers and so um, in the story whenever a general would die their people would usually give up hope and start running because our our leader and our greatest fighter just got killed so we're probably also going to get killed and so they, they they just book it and for me that really helped me understand why the Philistines just ran after Goliath died. Like, I think in the story, the Philistines, like, easily would have beaten the Israelites if they just fought. But the fact that they ran away after this one dude died, you know, didn't really make sense to me until I started reading Kingdom. That's just another small example um, of, you know, something very similar. I guess uh, at the end of the day, if you're going to take anything away from this, it's that you never really know what's going to hit you, what's really going to jog your mind to think about things more deeply, what's going to remind you of you know, certain aspects of life in other areas. So keep an open mind. Also, give Tokidoki a read. And no, let me know if you were able to kind of see these the same theme that I did. I mean, maybe maybe I'm just weird that I am able to see it. Maybe it was maybe it was an act of God that helped me to make this revelation. Or no, maybe I'm just a legend. And I can just see things that other people can't. Honestly, I'm fine with any of the answers above. Maybe maybe I'll do another one of these. If, if people end up enjoying this, because uh, there's definitely at least two more stories that I would want to talk about um, in relationship to this whole like intersection of anime, manga, and Christianity. Um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll let everybody else come back to this podcast. Who knows? We'll see, we'll see what the people want. 
but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this little monologue I had. Thank you for listening. We, or I am Amen, with the power of God and anime on my side. I hope to see you next time. Peace.